fan, fan, íslenskt fan. This has been a long week and it's only Wednesday. It's only Wednesday. It's been a very long week. It's been a very long week. It's If this were a book, it would just be called Jono and the very, very long bad mood week. I've been in a bad mood. Yeah. Oh. I have been. Oh, I okay. <laughs> you you okay? I okay. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I okay. I okay. I okay. Oh yeah, a lot of things has happened the last twenty four hours. Should we count them? What? I... What happened? <laughs> I watched the first two. Uh, episodes of Bachelor. Oh, right. Drama. In the first two episodes. Yes. The first episode is three hours. What? Yes. How? Well, with advertisement. We don't watch it with advertisement. Three hours? Mm, it's amazing. It's such a long episode. Yeah. And then we watched the second one. And it was like two hours. Or one and a half. It's great TV. Okay. Great TV. Peter, he's so cute. So many psychos. <laughs> so wait, this is Bachelor? Yes. So this is the guy? Yes. And he's a millionaire? Mm, he's a pilot. I remember the first season they and it was like he was a millionaire. Yeah. So they're not anymore. They're no. just like, I have a job. Yeah, and they are very well established. Is that the world we live in now? Yes. <laughs> it's like, I have a job. I own a house. Oh my God, you're a bachelor. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, most of the girls, they just go on to be Instagram famous. They get paid while they're on the show. No. They not, don't? Uh, the, bat- the lead gets, gets paid, paid, but the contestants don't and they are maybe like quitting their jobs because I mean also this is America so the job market there is pretty weird but I mean who is gonna just say yes take six weeks off you've got to and then take could you imagine like to do that you have to have like no expenses Mm mm-hmm no debt, mm-hmm. no bills you have to and pay And a lot of them, like, they maybe quit their jobs and they don't get past the first evening. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you, And they you, like, don't get to have any phones Have, like, a, 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 you quit your job, you have a student loan. Yeah. You know, a lot of people our yeah. age have got, like, some kind of student debt they're still paying. Yeah. I have so much. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone wanted to know. Well, here's, here's something for you, kids. I dropped out of two university degrees, never finished either of them. I have no student debt. Uh, oh, fuck you. I have other debt. Yes. I decided not to take my master's in Scandinavia and go to um, England. Okay, so just put yourself in this situation. You've got loads of student debt, mm-hmm. right? Pretend Aaron doesn't exist yeah. in this scenario. You've got loads of student debt. You have a mortgage on a house, mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah. And coming with that house, there is a monthly electricity bill, a hot water bill. You have a car. Mm-hmm. That you, you do you own your car outright? Yes, I do. You do? Oh, that's lucky. Um, <laughs> but gas and insurance on yeah. your car, maybe insurance on the house. Mm-hmm. 
um, groceries. Yeah. These are all regular bills. This is my salary. <laughs> this is all of your salary. Yeah. Every first of the month, yeah. it's gone yeah. to that, right? And then you just quit your job to go on a reality show where they're not going to pay you. And you might be there for, what, six weeks? Yeah. But if you win, if you're top four, yeah, then you're golden. Then you get... Like, then you're just going to be a you're celebrity. Gonna, you're going to be a celebrity for a short period of time. Yeah, but... In some... which time you've got to be really smart and yeah. make sure you get money straight away to pay off all, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Because also, you're there for six weeks. And here's the thing. A lot of people don't... Because I've, I've deep-dived into the RuPaul mm-hmm. stuff as well. That you're there for, say, a season of RuPaul, yeah. similar to Bachelor reality show... Um, there's maybe 12 episodes. It's shot in three weeks. Yeah. Bachelor is longer. Because they have so many episodes. Yes. They have many episodes and they're traveling and like you have to get all the footage into one episode. Yeah. So it takes a week. But in Bachelor in Paradise, it's shorter. I never understand how these shows... I think a week is like five days. Okay, so it is actually a week. Yeah, it's, it's not like one episode is one day. No. <clears throat> okay, so maybe they're there for six weeks, yeah. right? Or let's let's go anywhere between two and three months. Mm-hmm. So then you haven't worked for that time. So all of those bills that you had yeah. have just been waiting for you. Then you get off the show. The show's not going to air for another year. Yeah. Or another six months. People don't even know you were on the show because you weren't allowed to tell people you were on the show. Yeah. Well, the finale is yeah. usually just like a few weeks after. A few weeks after what? Like, oh, wait. How can I say it? The... They filmed the finale a few weeks. No, like it's a very short period from when they stop like shooting, shooting until the premiere yeah no until the finale they are still shooting when the premiere is sometimes right sometimes because there's but, so many episodes yeah but bachelor which starts in january usually the like that's done before the premiere like the the whole show is is done it's done yeah. and then they premiere the first episode yeah then that's done in april and then right away like it may be Four week or like three weeks, they start uh, Bachelorette. So when the premiere premiere of Bachelorette starts, they're sometimes not done with shooting. Right. But getting back yes. to this, you've ignored all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and then maybe you lasted the whole you season. You have to wait. Yeah. Until you get famous. And then they... So then what are they going to do? What do they do for six months? Mm-hmm. Go back with a mountain of debt, not being able to tell people why you quit your job. Yeah. It's crazy. And then you're going to have to find another way to make money yeah. for six months. It's crazy. Until you start being a celebrity. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. This, like the, the queens on Drag Race. Yeah. When it's not an all-star season, um, they can't tell anyone. No. So they get a phone call and they're sworn to secrecy. So often they're already working professionally. Yeah. And they've worked their asses off 
to get their whatever five or six nights a week of gigs that they have to pay their bills. Yeah. And then like then they have oh, to suddenly no. tell them I can't. I'm going on vacation. I need a break. Yeah. Uh, and they're gone for three weeks. And then they come back and the show's not going to air for another six months. So they can't tell anyone why they went away. It's crazy. They have lost, although I know on Drag Race they pay them. Okay. They get paid per episode. Okay. They get paid like, yeah. I don't know, anywhere Probably. between $500 and $1,000 per episode. So yeah. they leave and they have been paid. Yeah. And all of their expenses have been taken care of. Yeah. I remember in Big Brother... The first season of Big Brother in Australia. Yeah. Because that's months. Yes. I've never They're watched it. They're in that house just... for months and it's not pre-recorded. You get to see it from day one. Okay. In the first episode, I went back and did a deep, I call, let's call it a deep dive. I did a deep dive and I remember in the first couple seasons of Big Brother in Australia, because they knew that this would be the biggest TV hit of its time mm. and they needed these people to commit to possibly six months yeah. of of being um, in that house, they uh, paid their bills. Mm. So you had to prove, show, prove that you didn't have weird debts. Yeah. Like say you just had like your regular phone bill, your rent, all that kind of stuff. So you had to provide them with what are your regular bills and they would pay it while you were in the house. That's nice. That is nice. However, because I knew someone who was on that show yeah, and was in the top three and she is an actress and like a, a presenter. That's what she trained as actress and TV presenter, but was working as um, a makeup artist okay. um, when she got on the show. And it, it was one of the first couple of seasons. And she was very popular on the show and made it to the top three. Yeah. So she didn't win any of the money. She didn't win any of the cool prizes. But she became an overnight celebrity. Yeah. Uh, however, the company, which is Southern Star Entomol, which is a subsidiary of a Dutch company yeah. that created Big Brother. Yeah. They basically owned her for four years. <gasps> So she couldn't do anything yeah. without their approval. That's crazy. So every gig she was offered, they um, uh, had to okay it and they took a percentage. And then her agent took a percentage and then her manager took a percentage. So I remember because I a guy I was working with at the time, he used to teach her when, when mm. she was an acting student. And we were down that where she lived yeah he's like let's go see her um i was like oh and i expected her to be in this really modern apartment no she was just in a share house yeah just in a regular share house with a, a normal car like and this is at the height of her like fame at her of her fame and she's still like he they were having honest conversations and she was like i get offered auditions every day like she at one point she said Last week, I got asked if I wanted to be on Neighbours. They said no. And they say no. Yeah, because they decide what they're going to do with you. Like, yes, but it's one thing like, okay, we decide we own you for four years. Mm. Like, you signed a contract. <clears throat> yep. 
But like, don't say no. But she signed a contract saying that you give over your the rights of you and your image to Southern Star Entomol. Yeah, but I like still be a nice person. They don't care. <laughs> They're a conglomerate. Yeah. They just want to make their money from people. This is also when when you are Miss World, mm. then the competition owns you for like three years or something. Yeah. And you can't wear jeans. <gasps> you can never wear jeans. Ever. No. Or like for the three years that the competition owns you. And you always have, like they have all these rules. You can't get pregnant. You can't gain five kilos you can't lose five kilos you have to stay in your like uh, and do they have someone who checks yeah probably and if you do it do they remove the title i don't know probably no one has ever been brave enough to do it no wow yeah but i was thinking last night when we were watching the bachelor and the girls like it's 30 girls hmm Fighting over time with one guy. That's so many. Yeah. And it's all like drop that gorgeous girls. Mm. And they are so, so much drama. They're all crying because... I would also nothing... imagine because it's in America, 80% of them have exactly the same face. Yes. Yeah. But also, they, are, they have the look and the figure. They're always... The, cutest and the hottest and the most beautiful girl in any room they go into right like they look great so they know they're the hottest yes then they go into a room where 30 other girls exactly like them are and he doesn't give you any attention because you you are just used to sitting at the sofa and the guys just come to come to you Wow. And I think it's so hard probably to realize, ah, I, I'm i not, like I have to have... A I'm pers- not special here. Yeah, like I need to use my personality here. Because mm, they've been coasting on pretty. Yeah, or maybe like coasting on pretty and then they are very nice or fun or whatever. But the first thing is always, who is that beautiful girl? You know the musician and cartoonist Loa? Yes. The Icelandic one, Loa. Yeah. She told me once she when she was with her band FM Belfast, mm. she picked up a great tip from a drunk guy in a bar in Sydney. Yeah. And he said, if you want to chat up a hot person, like a really like the hottest person in the room, the easiest way to get their attention is talk to their friend. Yeah. Ignore yeah. them and talk to their yeah. friend. Because they're not used to it. Yeah. They don't understand why you're... Even if they, they wouldn't be into you, they will just prick up their ears mm-hmm. and go, why is this person not giving me attention yeah. first? Yeah. And you can see that. <clears throat> like <throat> these girls, they're used to getting the attention. And it's it's hilarious. And you can also see, because the guys... The guys don't get the same attention, like hot guys. In The Bachelorette. Yeah. Or just generally, hot guys don't get the same attention as beautiful girls. Yeah, it's true. Because girls are not as, like... Stupid. (laughs) They're not as willing to just walk up to a hot guy and be like, hey, do you know me? Mm. But guys do that to hot girls. And when a guy is the bachelor, mm. he, like, 
he's like, oh my god, all these girls want me. And the relationships after Bachelor, they break up way sooner than the Bachelorette. Do they always break up? No. The Bachelorettes usually stay with the guy they chose. I just think... Mo- it's more common. It's just To me, that's not a loving relationship. That's Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you are you trying to tell me that by trying to win the love and affection of somebody you have never met until day one, mm. um, despite the fact that you've never known anything about them, you have fought other people for their affection, maybe you never liked them in the first place. Yeah. But that, some that, girls, that relationship is going to last. Yeah, some girls go home. Because they're like, I don't like him. Yeah, or like there was one bachelor, I don't remember his name, and he was an awful person. And it's just been talked about he was the worst bachelor. Like he just wanted, uh, girls should just be in the kitchen, look hot. Like he had very bad views of like... Women in general. Yeah. And so many girls just the night before the rose ceremony, like week after week, were like... I'm going to go. This is not working for me. You don't have to choose me or like reject me. I'm just going to go home. And how did he take that? He was upset, but also the Colton to last bachelor. He he was he was so involved in the drama in the house. Like, usually there's drama, and then there's, like, three other contestants that there's no drama around. Mm. And those three are usually the top three. Okay. And the bachelor, bachelorette kind of like, okay, what did he say? Like, little bit involved in the drama, just yeah. like, what is going on? Why are you fighting? But not that into it but he was like and what did she say and then he goes back to that girl like I heard you said this about her like super involved and a lot of girls like week after week they were like I'm gonna go (laughs) you're not giving me any attention you're just involving yourself in the drama wow but yeah has anyone ever just been unnoticed and suddenly was there in the top three and you're like, what? who were you? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> like, they have been unnoticed for, like, half of the series. And do they get married in the last episode? No, they get engaged. Well, usually they get engaged. But in Colton season, the girl that he's with today, when there was three left, there was Fantasy Suite... She was like, because her dad was like, I don't want you to get engaged. Mm. Like, you're not ready to get engaged after six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he he also like asked the dad, do you allow me to marry your daughter? It was, he didn't say, do you mind if I ask your daughter mm. for her hand? It was, do you allow me? To marry your daughter. And he was like, no. <laughs> and then he arrived to Portugal where they were and told his daughter that he did not 
agree with this, blah, 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 blah. So she left. Oh. And there was two girls still in the show and he just quit. He was like, well, I don't want the other ones. I want you. <gasps> and let's just start out by dating. And they are still dating, still and together. And the producers probably loved that yes, ending. It was the most dramatic season of Bachelor history. Wow. This is what Chris Harrison says every single promo. It's the most dramatic <laughs> season of Bachelor. Is this, the, is this the host? Yes. Have you ever seen The Bachelor Australia? No. They did The Bachelorette mm. Australia. And this is like a loophole of... Uh, reality TV shows because the the woman who was in The Bachelorette is a celebrity. Yeah. Her name is Sophie Monk. Okay. Um, she is also a graduate of a previous reality TV show. Okay. In the late 90s, we had a reality TV show called Pop Stars, which was way before Idol. Yeah. And way before. So basically um, it was the same principle of how they got the Spice Girls. Okay. But they turned it into a reality show. Yeah. A manufactured pop band. So yeah. they had auditions. Sophie Monk was in that show and she was a member of that band called Bardo. And you got to, like, everyone loved it. You got to follow the, um, the, from the first audition. Yeah. All the way through to the release of their album. Oh, like the auditions and it was weeks after weeks after weeks. And then what it was like for them to have to train and learn the dances. And, mm-hmm. you know, they all got Volkswagen Beatles, you know, when they, when they yeah, re-released yeah. the Beatles. Um, so she was already a, in that show. So she's been in the public eye for years. Then went and worked as a model in LA. Um, she was dating one of the guys from good Charlotte for a while, I think. Um <clears throat> Did a few movies over there, came back, and now she's like a breakfast radio host. Okay. But she looks like a Miss World contestant. Yeah. But sounds like a trailer trash piece of shit. That's the best kind. And she, so she was the bachelorette. Okay. I love when girls are like and beautiful. Yeah. They're really like very well presented and i don't think she found anyone in the show i didn't watch it but i caught like little news articles as it was going and she was in the history of the australian bachelor and bachelorette she was the most ruthless of anyone Mm. because she was just like nah nah i don't like you i don't like you i don't like you and none of it and the uh, the public ate it up The, the last two bachelorettes they were kind of like that no, this is not working. You can go home. Just sending people home. Yeah. Not in a row ceremony. Wow. I think she did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. And the host of the Australian Bachelorette mm-hmm. is like, um, he used to be a, um, he was a, a VJ. VJ? Like, remember, so there's DJ and then there was the person who hosted the music video show. Ah, uh, yes. He was on Channel V. Yeah. Like, and he was Andrew G. <laughs> uh, his name was Andrew G. And then suddenly, that years later, this guy appeared who looked exactly like him, but his name was Osher Gunsberg. And that's because that was his real name. <laughs> because his mother's like Lithuanian. Yeah. Or Bulgarian or something. And he just changed his name to Andrew G to be, 
but he he ended up being this um I don't know poster child for male body positivity mm. because he was he's a very attractive man yeah but he the host was just as hounded by the paparazzi as the contestants of the show yeah and then one day one of the tabloid magazines snapped a picture of him coming out of the ocean and he was fatter yeah front page mm-hmm. and then he tore them down like and wrote articles about how many times he's wanted to kill himself in his life because of how he looks and mm-hmm. yeah so the bachelor did do some good in australia <laughs> <laughs> if you if you could go like have any kind of reality tv experience what would it be yeah what kind of reality show um i would not not bachelor bachelorette no mm- because I'm just not that, uh, like, self, my self-esteem isn't that high, high yeah. that I, I would, like, the, if I would go, I would just sit in the back and be like, oh my god, I can't be here. Yeah. I, I, I don't, how am I going to so compete to them? So would you say you'd them? rather not be in a competition? I couldn't be in a competition, like Drag Race. Okay. Or um, something like that. I think I could. I actually don't think I could do a competition. Hmm? Why? I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I have the the drive or the self-esteem for it. And, like, I know that so many of these things are, I don't know, I would just, like, say if it's something like RuPaul's Drag Race, mm. I know for a fact that often the choices that when it comes down to the lip sync for your life, yeah. Often the choice of who stays and who goes is based on who the producers think will have better story time. It's not always who's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's who they think is going to give better TV. Yes. Um, and because I know that, I would actually go into the competition. Yeah, you have to be tactical. Working about that, being tactical about it. And then, I don't know, I just think I would hate knowing that I am doing something because I know this is going to get me to stay on the show longer. Mm. And I don't know. I I would worry that because also you don't talk to your friends. Yeah. You're in a room full of strangers and you're here to win. Mm -hmm. No one knows who they're going to become in that situation. And that would frighten me. I would become a bitch. I think, I think I would. But I would become a popular bitch. Me too. I think I would be the bitch who people perceive says it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm actually just doing it to be tactical, which yeah, is yeah. what I think Bianca Del Rio was yes, in her definitely. season. And you can see all the girls that are fan favorite of yeah. that. Oh, that character. Character. Yeah. And all the girls that go home in the first three episodes. Are nice. Are, are not being tactical. Yeah. It's not that they are bad at showing or whatever. They're just not being tactical. Or like I, f- I would find it frustrating to do like a challenge and then there's someone who's like, I can't do it. It's like, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. Work on it. Mm-hmm. But I think I would rather have like a... And then I, I would go into the like, <clears throat> booth and bitch about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she said that, did she? Yeah. And like, oh my God, I can't, when she's always, I can't do this, I can't do this. And people are like, yes. 
I think the worst, I mean, you think drag queens are dramatic. Imagine if you did like a drag race for comedians. I mean, I've told you stories, yeah. right? They are so dramatic. I think, I think bachelor, bachelorette, drag race, <laughs> all nothing compared to comedians. They're the most dramatic fucking people on the planet. You give them half a reason to have an issue with someone and they will. Yeah. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. Like, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not saying this is about Reykjavik. I'm not no, saying this is about the- Melbourne. I'm just saying in the many, 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 many years I have had experience in the stand-up comedy industry, they are the most unnecessarily dramatic people in the world. Myself, I have been included in that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been overly dramatic. <laughs> I have been someone who unnecessarily had a problem with someone else. <laughs> and then it is, you know, years later, I now go, oh, my God, comedians are the worst. Yeah, I have so much problems. Do you know so why? I, I think, have so much problems. But I think it's because there so much of uh, so many comedians are damaged people already. Yeah. A lot of them. When you think about it, a lot of them are already damaged and and their humor has come out of yeah it's a, it's a funny side effect of their coping mechanisms yeah. through the shit they've been through and but you got to remember that they're still damaged yeah <laughs> they're funny but, <laughs> but they're fucked up <laughs> like, yeah it's yeah yeah it, i think that would be the most dramatic season of a reality show ever. <laughs> All time. Comedy drag race. Yeah. I think I could be good at like Survivor. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I could do it. I think people would get, like, I think I would push myself. Yeah. Because I know I'm not, like, there's going to be super fit survivalists there. Yeah. And I would just fucking step up. Yeah. Probably to the point where I die. <laughs> yeah. I think I would, I would be the character that's not the best, like, Physical form. But doesn't complain. Doesn't complain and is very tactical. Ooh, because Survivor's tactical as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. All reality TV is tactical. Except when it's just like keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes, right? yes, yes. I've often, like, fantasy of mine one day is oh I would be I, I would like to be part of keeping up with Kardashian no I don't want to be part of that but there was and I've told you about the show there was years do you know and years how ago. rich you would be I know I know I know I know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I want the money and stuff but I don't want I, I would love my own show yeah keeping I loved with Duffy <laughs> keeping up with the Duffy I, I loved um, and actually I think it's good to acknowledge this in like the Early 2000s, mm-hmm. Kathy Griffith. Yeah. She, Your favorite person. Kathy Griffith. She's not my favorite person, but I respect her and admire her. Um, I've been a fan of her work for a long time. Yeah. I know she's not for everyone. And there have been times when she's even not for me. Um, <laughs> but I, she's a fucking survivor, man. Um, so in the late 2000s, mm-hmm. she uh, was on a show called Suddenly Susan. Okay. Which is probably long before your time yeah i don't know um <clears throat> i only realized last week just how much older i am why because <laughs> i always think of you as like a year younger than me <laughs> do you then think that i am 33 
No, I or... just think I'm 29. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then, I, then it's fine. <laughs> I just think I'm 29. I also feel like you're 29. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I remember Suddenly Susan. I watched it when it was on yeah. TV, and that's when I first saw Kathy Griffin. And uh, so in the show, the show ended. Okay. Right? Show ended, and she couldn't. She didn't have anything going on. She didn't have another show. Yeah. So um, she hadn't really she hadn't really done a lot of stand up in that time. But she okay. started out doing stand up before she got the show. She called up a a comedy theater and said, "What day do you have free?" And they were like, uh, "Well, there's Tuesday next week." She said, "I'll take it." Um, and so she just started doing these shows where she would dish on all the celebrities. Because she gets would get invited to these parties, but nobody knew who she was. Yeah. Because she was a minor character in a sitcom that didn't really do that well. Yeah. And then she met with the people who later became World of Wonder, who uh, were the ones, obviously, who did RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. She went to them and had a meeting, and they were like, do you want to do something? We were starting this production company. Should we do something together? And she said to them, why don't you follow me around and I show you what it's like uh, on my journey to try and get famous? Mm. And they came up with the idea of this show called Kathy Griffin, My Life on the D-List. Yeah. And so they just, they it was one of the first of shows of that kind where they basically just followed, they followed, there was one rule, which was that you don't come into the bedroom. Yes. But everywhere else in the house was not off limits. Yeah. When they were there, they filmed everything. There were no um, producers telling her she had to do this and that. So the first season was literally her doing stand-up, going to auditions, not getting the job, um, you know, celebrities snubbing her even though she's met them countless times. Yeah. You know, she. but the weird thing is, like, she looks so unsuccessful, but she's living in this big fuck-off mansion. Yeah. Because she saved all her money and paid off her house. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And, and, like, it was hilarious. And she just had this irreverent, I don't give a shit about celebrities, um, but I want to be one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it went to Logo. Okay. No, uh, Bravo. Okay. Which was the first show like that that they did. Um, and then it was renewed for a second season and then it renewed for a third season. Then it won an Emmy. Then it won another Emmy. Okay. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the – the um, audience for the show got bigger and bigger and bigger until they had to end it at the sixth season because she was too famous. Yeah. So she created her own show to make herself famous. Yeah. And it made her famous. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just, I should just do that. (laughs) Except do it on YouTube. But then I don't, it's not the fame I want. I want the money. I I just want the comfortable. I want yeah. the comfortable. I want the I want the here. I told my jokes. Here's the stuff I spent years working on. Can I now have a regular paycheck every single month? I mean, I do it right, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I like I like the anonymity. I don't know what that means. When you when you go somewhere and no one knows who you are. Ah. Which I don't have that much of in Iceland. Yeah. There. Yeah. I have that. Yes. Yes. I. I Be- have it. <laughs> but, 
I have it some places. I, ha- I do not have it other places. Yeah. I have it because I'm only a podcast host. And <laughs> people don't know what you look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, it has its benefits. The apartment that you're sitting in right now, we got it because the landlord knew my face. Yeah, that's nice. Walked in here. He referenced one of my jokes. Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) He said the joke. He pointed to a shelf, which anyone listening who doesn't speak Icelandic, the word for shelf in Icelandic is Hitler. You can look, find me online making this joke. Is context. He pointed to the shelf, said there's a lot of Hitler in here. And I went, ha, ha, ha. He's like, I've seen your work. I like it. If you want the apartment, it's yours. That's great. (laughs) Okay, great. He's like, how soon can you move in? That never happens in this country. No. No. Like, and then when we left, there was like a couple coming up the stairs and she was pregnant. Very heavily pregnant. They were the next people to look at the apartment. I was like, I feel so bad. I'm sure they found it. They wouldn't have wanted to live here. It's noisy in downtown. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear the planes. Go to Kopovur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think I would love to have a reality show like that. Yeah. Just someone following you. Just yeah. someone follow. Because there, there is ridiculous shit that I, I think people would find interesting. Yeah. Like when you, when you go to a corporate gig, mm-hmm. what do you imagine happens? Like I've got one tonight. You what go. do you imagine happens when I get there? You go. Yeah. You meet some guy that was planning it. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just wait here and I will, uh, yes, just wait here and I will call you in in a little while. And then you just sit there and you kind of find someone. If, if you're uh, like planning the whole evening, you be there earlier and you talk to the waiters and blah, blah. But if you're only doing stand up. And you just wait there. And then he comes running and it's like, oh, it's, it's like 10 minutes now. It's 10 minutes. And then he goes away and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, where's the, where's the stage? And you, you figure out where you go on. And then he is just on stage and you just are being summoned up. And then you do your jokes and then you're like, thank you. And you go down. And then the same guy's like, this is great. This is a little bit drunk. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. And you talk to like few people for like 30 minutes, sometimes 40 minutes. And then they're like, bye. And, and then on. I get in the car and I go. <sighs> yes. <laughs> was it accurate? That was pretty accurate. That was pretty accurate. Usually like the, there's always a weird request in there. Oh, okay. That they've, often there's a request that someone has, when they get an event company to plan it, they know what they're doing. Yes. When it's just like Karen from accounts. Yeah. Um, so often, you, and you've talked to them before, like you've checked, you've called them. Yeah. Ask them what they're after. Because I always do this. I always say, tell me about the group because yeah, I don't yeah. want to offend anyone. I don't want to, you know... There's always <clears throat> like um, uh, they'll they'll meet you and say, okay, so our um our CEO's name is Sikke, and they'll tell you a story about him that has no punchline. Yeah, it's not funny. It never will be funny. And has nothing to do. With has nothing to do doing. with what I'm about to talk about. And they'll say, so you can include that if you want. And then no. you like it's a passive aggressive way of saying. We want you to talk about him. This is what, and they, it's like, 
their eyes are telling you, I am paying for this. You will give me what I want. <laughs> and they don't realize that the jokes that I'm about to tell are carefully crafted pieces of work yeah. that I have honed You're... for years. You're not just... I'm not just make. I mean, there are people who make it up on the spot and I can, yeah. but I would not be doing that for a corporate <laughs> environment because they're always like, please don't be crude. Environment. Environment. Yeah. There, there's that or or sometimes um, they really need you to be on at nine and they want you there um, early okay. just in case it runs early. It never runs early. Um, and then five minutes to nine, they'll go, um, so are you going to hand out the awards as well? Uh-huh. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, we just thought you might um, help us hand out our awards. When when are they? At 10.15. But you booked me for nine and I'm, I'm doing half an hour. Yeah. You want me to stay an extra half an hour doing nothing to then hand out awards that, that will take another half an hour that I've never seen, have had nothing to do with. They're like, yeah, yeah, but um, we'll get you some drinks or whatever you want to eat. I drove here. This is work. <laughs> I am not going to do that. I'm not going to get drunk. And then hand out awards drunk. And one thing that does, it's nice and nice and is that they always are like, you're going to stay and party with us? And it's like, you do. You have to. You have to like kind of hang around for a little bit yeah. afterwards. But it is incredibly unprofessional for me. Like, I should not be doing that. Yeah. Like, I should not be hanging around with the people. <laughs> I should be leaving immediately. But you can't because they don't want you to. Yeah. So, you know, and you hear things. I can't imagine. Oh, my God. The amount of, like, I should start taking notes and writing a dossier about, and I should do, like, an insider trading <laughs> between all the companies in Iceland about the shit I've heard um, people say. Because they will tell you stuff. They're yeah. drunk. Yeah. They think you're funny. They're like, here's a funny thing that happened in our office. And then you're like, wow. Some things that I've heard, you're just thinking... And the news hasn't reported about this. And they report about that. There, there are times when I think, am I liable for knowing this and not saying something? <laughs> am I now incriminated? <laughs> Will I be indicted? Please forget my name. <laughs> <laughs> there are weird ones as well. Yeah. Like, especially because I'm a gay comedian, there's often... Guys that are, you okay, you would think that I'm going to say homophobic. Mm-hmm. That doesn't tend to happen that much anymore mm-hmm. because everyone, I don't know, they know, like, not so much in Iceland. It's not really a huge thing in Iceland. Yeah. Um, but there are guys that are super, especially in the younger spectrum, they're super eager to show you how comfortable they are. Mm. But I think that they're also, like, wanting to experiment themselves. Like, I remember one company I performed stand-up for. This is years ago. And I was single at the time. Um, There were, like, ten young dudes who worked there who loved it. They loved it. Some of them gave me tips, right? Okay. They loved it. And they were probably in the 20 to 25 age group. Yeah. They refused to let me leave until I gave each one of them a kiss on the lips on the way out. 
And it wasn't like they made out with me. They just wanted to peck on the lips. And they weren't making fun of me. They were just drunk. That's very weird. And it was like, and I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. I did it. I I was okay with it. I I mean, I wasn't not okay. (laughs) But, But it just, it was weird. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know anyone else who has to go through this to just finish their job for the day. But I did it. That's, yeah. Or there's, <laughs> sometimes there's like, there's a time when you meet, like, they sit you at a table and you're next to some dude who works in the IT services who is incredibly depressed and has decided you're their therapist for the night. Oh, God. Yeah. And you're, that's when you're hosting. <laughs> and oh. you can't say anything. No. Because usually the table you're sitting on is with the important people who organize the event. Yeah. And so you're just sitting there and maybe you can have one glass of wine because you've got to be on. But it's not like you can sit there and get drunk and drown out this guy who's telling you all his deepest and darkest secrets as he pro- progressively, you know, gets into a deeper black hole for the evening. Oh, my God. And he's, you're just you're his therapist. And when oh. he adds you on Facebook, you accept. Do you? <laughs> I accept everyone. Yeah. Everyone might be another gig. Yeah. You don't know the amount of people who annoyed the shit out of me. And now, obviously, if you... You accepted my friend's request. No, but if you... Okay, I just want to preface this. If you were listening to this podcast and I performed at your work function and you added me on Facebook and I accepted, you are not one of these people I'm talking about. And the reason you are not one of these people I'm talking about is because the people I'm talking about wouldn't think that they're the people I'm talking about. Yes. They would, like, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there have been people who were just it's very strange or very difficult to work with, mm-hmm. and they added me on Facebook and I accepted, and I got four or five more gigs out of them. That's nice. Yeah. The best industry to perform for is the hospitality and the hotel industry. Because they know... They deal with difficult... So they're the easiest people. Yeah. Like, um, I probably shouldn't mention hotels, should I? Why? I don't know. But like, well, if they're listening, should the crew at Kea Hotels, <laughs> like Storm? Yeah. yeah. They're amazing. We're available for sponsorship. We're available for sponsorship, but they're, yeah, Storm, like, that's nice. They're so lovely. I've, yeah. I've hosted their party a few times. Every time, every year that it comes about, they, they invite me. We go, come have coffee with us and we'll tell you how the show's going to go. That's and nice. they ask my opinion. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you, you, on the night, they're really lovely to deal with. Everything's really? chill. And they're just like, okay, you're done now. So you that's a group where you're like, I don't mind hanging and partying. With yeah. You. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's always, it, if I did the reality show, I think I would just prove what everyone knows, which is that the really, really, really uppity corporate types, they're the worst. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I don't know. When you... You're just, there are times when you get given a place to go to and you arrive and you think, these people could hunt me for sport. 
terrible. And nobody would know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any, like back when I was single, it was like, I don't have anyone who's waiting for my call. Yeah. Like they could kill me. I'm out in a cabin in the middle of nowhere and they could kill me. And they're all so rich that they could make it disappear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All these dark, there, uh, there were times when I booked for gigs and I'm driving along, borrowed a friend's car, driving along a dusty, rocky, snowy road with no lights, almost no heating in the car, thinking, where is this? <laughs> what am I doing? And then you arrive and it's just like some country manor, some little house in the middle of nowhere. And there's like 12 dudes, just 12 middle-aged men who wanted me to make them laugh for half an hour why? <laughs> because they have too much money. Why? And they're all Icelandic. Yeah. You know, there are other people. That's, yeah. It's, I always ask why people want me. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't. Why? I don't know. Just I just remembered last week when I said, I don't know if I want to do comedy anymore. And you're like, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> But what are you doing? What I mean is like the um if somebody wants to book me, I will say, Oh, have you seen me perform before? Yeah. And then if they say no, and they're an Icelandic company and everyone there is Icelandic and they've never seen me perform before, I ask them why they're booking me. Yeah. Because A, they don't need this to be in English. Because I only perform in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they're an Icelandic company and everyone's Icelandic, they don't need an English-speaking comedian. Yeah. B, if they've never seen me perform, then why... I'm so suspicious. Why are you booking a foreign gay comedian for your company party? Hmm? Because we are so nice. We like gay people. And often, you know, that is the case. They're like, I've just heard you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for that rant. I mean, who likes gay people? Yeah. But would you watch that reality show? Yes, I would. You would? Oh, could I be on it with you? Of course. Just the sidekick that gets a lot of money but can't go home. Yeah. I mean, we could just pretend I have an assistant. No, I would be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) A friend that is your assistant. I wouldn't want... Could you imagine being at a point where you needed an assistant? Yes. Yes, I could. I think about it a lot. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. I, I want could. a private office, a private office, and assistant. And what would the assist? I mean, I already have an agent. Yeah, just. I don't know. Send Google invites. <laughs> and I mean, what I do isn't that. No, then then it's I'm... not like I need someone to do hair and makeup and organize. No, then I'm imagining I would be in that position that I would need an assistant. Yeah. That's why I want an assistant. Although there are times when I don't actually know what I have on. <laughs> yeah. There are many times. You know, have... you know Love, who sits next to me at our, yeah. our day job. There are times when someone will ask, what are you doing on this date? And I'll say, I'm free. <laughs> And she will actually chime in. No, you're not. You have a show. <laughs> That's nice of her. It is. She knows my calendar better than... I'm like, I do? She's like, yes. It's on Facebook. There's an event and you're hosting it. I am? Oh, thank you. 
Yeah. <clears throat> what else happened in the last 24 hours? Avalanches. Yes. Avalanches. That must be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But no no but also. Mm. <laughs> they have like this avalanche shield thing that they make like build. a wall. Yeah, into the mountain. It's a wall. <laughs> yeah, it's a wall. Or an avalanche shield thing. Yeah. That does a lot. Mm. But it was what, 14 year old girl? She was stuck in her bedroom. Yeah. And from from the way it was described, I imagined that everyone got out of the house, but the like window mm. was just the snow was up to the top. I didn't realize that it had broken the wall down. Yeah. And it, she was underneath snow. Yes, she went like the snow just teared the house. It's crazy. What do they they don't they teach you to just wait? Yes. Don't try and dig. Um, just wait. I don't know. You're supposed to wait, and you're supposed to try to realize what is up and down. How do you do that? By drooling. Oh. Because then the. Then you know that yeah. if you drool and it goes down, you know that up is a. Yeah. I would never think. <laughs> I would never think of that. Yeah. By drooling or peeing. And then, it gets cold if you pee yourself. And then if you... But because you don't know how much snow is on top of you. You don't know how much snow is on top of you. It can't be hard to breathe. And it's probably dark. And it's dark and it's like cement. Is it? Yeah. You can't dig yourself you can't. out. So you're just supposed to wait yeah. until someone finds you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's, t- it's horrible. But she was in the snow for 30 minutes. That was it? Yeah, because or they were looking for her for <clears throat> 30 minutes or so maybe 40 minutes or something. Because the mom was able to go outside of the living room window with her siblings that was five and eight or something. Yeah. And called just right away. And they came straight. And they came straight. And she was like, she's in that room. It's there in the house. Um, and so they didn't have to look for her in the house. But the, the, so they just dig with shovels. Yes. And they have like, they have these sticks that they put down into the snow. Like it's a tactic searching in us. Okay. Avalanche. I don't know. Exactly how it is, but I know it's they use sticks to press down into the snow, probably to find an air pocket, and the the walls of her room weren't where they were before, so they didn't know if she had moved out of the room. And aren't in, a lot of houses made of concrete? Yes, all houses. Like, so, this the snow just punched a hole in a concrete wall. Yeah, like avalanches, it's, they're so powerful. And 95, for the, the same town, Flattery, mm. a similar avalanche came, and they didn't have the avalanche wall in the mountain. And I think 20 people died, because it just wiped out houses. 
And then people were being found like many hours later alive. Because you wouldn't have much time. You'd run out of air pretty fast. You can't stay pretty long. Under the snow. Yeah, in the Netherlands. Also, I think, like, it gets cold, but it doesn't get, like... It's not like being exposed. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. But I was reading this article... When he was talking about this, he was like, yeah, then we saw the walls of her room weren't, like, had moved. moved. So, but we just kept digging in her room and found her bed. And she was sleeping in her bed. So then we kept digging around the bed and then we found her pretty quickly. So she was still in the bed when the snow came in? Yes. (gasps) So she was still on the bed? No, she moved from the bed. But she, and she was trying, she heard them, and she was trying to scream, but... They couldn't. It's so wet, the snow that came down, that it was just like cement. You didn't hear anything from her. And then when they found her, she just started to cry, and he was like, it was the most beautiful cry I've ever heard. (laughs) Like, when I was reading this description, I was like, it's like a baby being born. Mm. Did you say she was 14? Yeah. Oh. And then they just took her to the swimming pool because that was the warmest warm. house yeah. in the town. And then the uh, coast guard was in Isafjörður. This is a town close mm. by. But all roads in Westfjörður are closed. No, it's just... So how do they get her to the hospital? Uh, the coast guard sailed a boat to the town. And usually it takes like four hours and they did it in two. And then they just sailed back to Reykjavik? No, to Isafjörður, where there's a hospital. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so she's now, I, I, she's okay. There's nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. She didn't break any bones. She was not that, like her body temperature didn't lower that much. She's lucky. Yeah, it's terrifying. But there's probably a lot of PTSD. And there is after 95 when there was a similar avalanche yeah. and a lot of people died. Like I was reading some news that this was just like poking at feelings about that. Because there are people obviously who survived that avalanche. Yes. And lived in the snow for 20 hours. And were then found. And... Yeah, and also like this avalanche, it because it went, the the walls are like a V around mm. the town. Mm-hmm. But the avalanche goes around it and all into the ocean. All the boats there just sunk. And that's so much like salary loss mm. mm-hmm. for a lot of people that mm-hmm. live in towns like this. And insurances are like, we don't insurance for national How did, natural if it's a V and it goes around the town, mm-hmm. was it just so big that it went over the V? Yes, so then the third avalanche went over the wall and hit the first house next to the wall. So it only hit one house. Oh, so there were three avalanches? Yes. Two that went around and then the third that went over the this two that built up 
kind of around the mm. wall. So the third one just went past it. But the wall clearly stopped a lot of it because yeah. it only went over one house. And the car was just upside down in the driveway. And So you, if an avalanche is coming, say the, the window behind me. Yeah. You saw one coming. Do we bother running? No, like we wouldn't see it. It would just come. Why wouldn't we see it? It's so fast. Really? Like what are you going to do? You don't hear it? Yeah, or yeah, you hear it, but you, if you it doesn't live, rumble, it doesn't like, sound like an earthquake. I don't know how it sounds, <clears throat> but it sounds probably a lot. But there's also a lot of wind, and the weather is really bad outside. Mm. Imagining the tree outside the window is the mountain. Is that how close the mountain was there? Yeah, like the the town is built into the mountain. Oh, right. So it's not coming down a mountain, it's just falling from above. Yeah. Or like it's it's coming down a mountain, but you are just at the start of the mountain. Oh, that's that's not nice. No, it's so scary. But it's very good that we have this technology to build these walls. Mm-hmm. Because the, I, was, I was reading a lot of news about this. Like people are saying they work. Here you have it. Yeah, because if you if you like, because this was uh, avalanche on the same like level level as the one in ninety five. Yeah, and one house was yeah was destroyed. Yeah, and no one was injured. Yeah, yeah. But one girl that was in there. She was in there, yeah. but that because she was one girl, they found her. Yeah. But the 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 what's it called? Mayor, no, not the mayor, the minister. Mm-hmm. She was like, one house is one house too much. So we need to, why, why, why did it go over and hit that one Good house? point. Yeah. Good point. But it's, it's clearly working. And a lot of towns in Iceland have these, I always think it's pretty cool to see them. There's one town, I think I mentioned it to you today, where there is no wall. There's a lot of towns where there's... No, but there was an avalanche yeah. and people died. Yeah. But instead of building a wall, they just made it illegal to stay in the houses there during winter. Huh. So you can only stay there in summer, in okay. those houses. Yeah. Okay. So they're all summer houses. Yeah, yeah. there's... Um, in East of Europe, there are a few houses there. Yeah. That... It's, it's, it was a town outside of Isafjörður. Yes, it's like it's very few houses, so they were not gonna build a wall for yeah. these houses. And there's just, a B and B there. And yeah, stuff. just yeah. move into the town. Yeah, that is five minutes away, where there is a wall. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, it's scary. I always think like, yeah these kind of things they're so scary because they happened at night yep like somehow they when always, you're in your bed yeah and you're just in your bed <clears throat> trying to sleep there's a lot of wind outside and then poof, and you can't warn all of your families of an avalanche can you there's no warning system yeah they can see like there's a lot of snow now so they they evacuated some houses in already the yeah so they knew one was coming yeah 
Okay. Or they were like, it's highly likely, so we need to evacuate few houses. Mm. And they were evacuating few houses today in Ísafjörður. But it's just so, like, can you imagine you wake up like these people? Mm. The, the, her husband wasn't home mm-hmm. because he, they, their avalanches came and he decided to go down to harbor to see his boat. And he just called his wife and was like, the boat has sunken. All boats are... They're all gone. They're all gone. There's nothing here. Just few boats are stand half out of the ocean. And then he's just on the way home. And she thought that her husband had hit the house. Oh. When it happened, yeah. she thought her husband hit the house. Yeah, drove into the house. But then realized and was able to take the younger children outside like they had to crawl out of a living room window and the windows here don't open that wide no it was probably broken yeah but then his their boat has sunken the car is upside down in the driveway their house is destroyed their house is destroyed and their oldest kid is almost died almost died so as of today they have no boat because the dad is probably a fisherman. Yeah. So there goes his job. <laughs> Nowhere to live. Yeah. And no means of transport. Yeah. It's all gone. And they almost lost it. That's terrible. It's terrible. But thankfully, these small towns usually have a very tight community. People will take care of them. Yes. Yeah. Which is very nice. But it's still... Does insurance in this country pay to rebuild shit? No. I, I'm not sure how it is, but I thought natu- natural disasters are not... You can't be insured. Against a natural disaster. Yeah. Avalanches, I think it's a similar thing like in Australia with the bushfires. Earthquake, volcanoes. I think... I don't know. I don't know what it's like here, but I think you can't... They can't... You can't insure to rebuild the entire house. Yeah. But I think in Australia you can insure... There's like a fire theft damage insurance. And I think the fire pays up to a certain amount. Yeah. Maybe it's something... It would not surprise me if the town would be like... Here is a little bit to get you started. Yeah. Because then they'd still have a mortgage on a house that doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) There was a a natural disaster and the bank was like, whoa, it's not our fault. We gave you the money. You can keep paying us now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's flattery. It would not surprise me if people owned the houses there. Completely. Because it's not expensive to buy a house in flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like, still. Hmm. How lucky are we? Yeah. I, oh, avalanches are so scary. Yeah. And Elin was saying yesterday, would you rather be shot in the head just now, someone would come in and shoot you and you would 100% die. You would just die. There was no questions. Mm. Or be buried alive for seven hours 
and then there would be 50-50. Someone could save you or not. Buried alive. Really? Mm-hmm. I would be shot in the head. I... I... <sighs> my Buried alive is my biggest fear. It's not a. It's it's not not my biggest fear, <laughs> but I think I would much rather have the time to make my peace. But are you gonna do that in seven hours? And then, like, when are seven hours done? You're in a casket. Well, I know for a fact that if I'm buried in an avalanche and there's seven hours and there's a fifty fifty chance that someone might save me, I know I would have my phone on me. So even if I can't call, I would write a message. Yeah. I would I would write a message to my loved ones. Yeah, let but them okay, know. it's just in a casket. No one's gonna see that message. Oh, you mean someone's putting you in the ground? Yeah. And someone might never find you. Yeah. It's fifth after you're going to be there hundred percent for seven hours. And after those seven hours, it's going to be 50-50 if someone will find you or not. Oh, I still, I'd rather not be shot in the head. I would be shot in the head. I just don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Do like, like surprises. lying in a casket for... Well, I, I mean, I'm sure the casket would initially be a surprise, but I, <laughs> I would rather that kind of surprise rather than, oh, oh, did something hit my head? Yeah, I would do it. No. Because I'm afraid there's nothing. <laughs> and is it then better to be in a casket? Like, oh shit, now seven hours have passed. But if you're going to... The thing is, if you're going to die in a casket, hmm. you're actually it's not going to be a painful death. No. Because you're just going to run out of oxygen. Yeah, but shot in the head is not going to be a painful either gonna be that before you know it hmm well this was cheery (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah what what else happened in the last 24 hours oh iran admitted that they shot down that plane accidentally (gasps) yeah oh my god yeah they're like we unintentionally shot it down (laughs) we did it my bad. My bad. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. We Please come it, again. We didn't realize it was a... It was a... Yep. Yeah. 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 I have only been watching news about this avalanche. You've been on avalanche watch? Yes. Yes. What else? I am halfway done with my sweater that I'm knitting. Are you still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I am starting, like, changing colors. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm up to breast. To your nipples or just the top of the boobs? Uh, top of the boobs, because I'm done with the uh, sleeves. So at this rate, you'll be ready to wear it in summer. Yes. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't been knitting all day, every day. Did I ever tell you, speaking of natural disasters, yeah. I've been, like, in a cyclone. In a... A cyclone, like a hurricane. Oh, my dad. He's been in like Florida. Uh, I think it was, I think it was New Orleans. What? No, I hurricane Katrina. I don't know where it was. No, 
well, he wasn't in the hurricane, but they were expecting a hurricane. So all the hotel guests had to go to the second floor. And then there was like two huge rooms. Mm. And it was not planned, but he he kind of friended because he was alone on mm. work trip. And he kind of <clears throat> friended this one family that was black. Like, oh, that's fine. Mm. So he just follows them into the room they went into. And then he was like the only white man. Oh. They just kind of... Segregated themselves? Yeah. The white people only followed the... Oh, America. It's it's 30 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's have that. It's 30, it was 30 years yeah. ago. I hope it's a different place now. And he was probably not the only white man. Like Yeah. But he wow. was like, huh. It's, and he somehow kind of like took one pillow with him. But then the hurricane went past the city. Oh. We, uh, I don't know why we call them cyclones. Cyclones? It's not a hurricane. It's a cyclone. Because it goes into circles? But so does a hurricane. Yeah, but like cyclones would make more sense. Yeah. Like wordingly, right? I don't I think it's just what they call them in it. We call them cyclones. Well, you're tropical also cyclone. Weird. They're like tropic or they call it tropical storm. You know, yeah. they go in a big circle and it's not like you can see them because oh. they're so big. They yeah. go for kilometers. Um but Hurricane and cyclones are just not coming from the same place. Oh, there you go. So cyclones are coming from the best uh, Indian Ocean, mm -hmm. that part, and hurricanes are from like the Atlantic in America. Oh, thank we, you, Martin. Thank you, thank you, trainee pilot. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. Knowledge but is power. Then there's hurricane and tornado. Tornadoes. We have tornadoes in Australia. Yeah. Just not a lot. But tornadoes are not water. Tornadoes are the they don't they can form over oceans. Yeah, but they they're called a water spout. Yeah. But they usually form over inland. Land. Yeah. Over land There's and there you can see them. Yeah, a lot of tornadoes in Minnesota. Did you ever experience one? No. There was once where we had to like go down. Do you hear the siren? No, the siren didn't go on. Do they have one though? Yes. So they told you like if the siren goes, it's about to hit? Yeah. <gasps> but they were so... I know I shouldn't be excited like, about this. I, I love them, but they were like, if it happens, once it happened, and we just went all outside to see it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but the, Because it's so cool. You don't understand. I was obsessed with tornadoes as a kid. Did you see... Twister. Twister. Oh, and my God. then was... they then there was the budget version of that tornado. <laughs> they didn't have the same budget, and they they had it was a super cell that had like nine tornadoes. Yes, going throughout. That was that made for TV movie. But um, I, I I was obsessed with them because the I know what the weather is like before a mm -hmm. tornado comes. Calm. It's very calm. It's very, you can feel the pressure. Yeah. And it's dry. Like the humidity hasn't built enough yet. And you can feel like a release is coming. Yeah. And I actually love that weather. Like I love that everything feels so electric. And in and Australia. Everyone is kind of tense. Everyone's kind of tense. 
And in Australia, we that's the weather in my hometown that it happens before a big storm. Yeah. And then usually you hear the lightning build and everything. And then as soon as the big rain comes, you all the pressure goes. It's a release. Yeah. Um, the, the saying going tropo. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? No. Going tropo is like going crazy. That uh-huh. comes from an area of Australia in the Northern Territory where that pressure lasts for weeks, sometimes months before the rain comes in because they don't have summer, autumn, spring. They have wet and dry. Yeah. And the pressure lasts for months. So it actually, when the rain comes, people go nuts because they're on edge. They're not enough. Um, But I love that kind of weather. So I would be one of those people who I would want to see it. Do you feel like because there's a calm before the storm here also? Yeah. Like... I don't know what it's called in English. Like just before the storm hits, it's very there's no breeze. Yeah. And it's I don't just notice it here. Sunny and it's cold, like crisp air. Yeah. yeah. I like that here. And yeah. it, it feels deafened. Yeah. There's no sound. Yeah. Like Well, it, there's no sound in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, but also it's like um Often when you have the big fat snow that just comes yeah. straight down yeah, and there's no wind, no, it feels like you've kind of got earmuffs on when yeah. you don't, but it's just, there's no sound outside. Yeah. The snow muffles everything. Yeah. And like, I think it was Saturday. Mm. It, that was the weather. Crisp. So wind on Saturday. Because now there's always new... Um, it's called lægð in Icelandic, so it basically means like low or like a low. dive. Yeah. When there's a lot of wind and storm. And then it has a lull. No, the storm oh. is the... Is the low. Yeah. And there's been a lot. Yes. But before that, it's always... Very calm. Really cool, yeah. But I just love the black sky. I'm, I'm so annoyed you didn't get outside to look at it, but you're saying it didn't come. What? The tornado. Yes. No, it didn't come. So they just knew one might come. Yes. And then that's when people are told to get in the cellar. Yeah, or like just be inside, don't go out. Yeah. If, and then there was a lot of... Uh, like This always happened, happens fall and spring because mm. then humini- humidity yeah. is so high. Mm. Like you go outside and you're like, <gasps> yeah. I can't breathe. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a swimming pool. Um. But you go outside, but like for me, an Icelandic person, I was driving or I was in a car and I was looking outside and the car was pretty cool Mm. and it was just dark skies, windy, like... So you look outside and think, oh, it must be so cold. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. And then I go outside and I'm like... It's hot. Oh my God, you can't breathe. It's hot and the air is wet. Yes. Yeah. And there's also a lot of... um, What's it called? Thunders. Mm. Thunder and lightning. That's what it's like in Queensland before a storm. Except we just don't get the tornado. Yeah. And you have to unplug everything in your house. Yeah, just in case your house gets hit by lightning. Yeah, because it ruins everything. Yeah. And we unplug the TV once. And then for like three days, we're like, the TV is (laughs) broken. <laughs> uh, then we just needed to plug it in again. I know a few people who, in storms like that, 
their phone blew up because <gasps> they forgot to unplug the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we have so many, like for, uh, for me as an Australian, I would go, it's such an old person thing to do because we have all these surge protectors mm-hmm. in our houses now. That if something's coming in from the power line, yeah. it'll cut before yeah. it goes into your house. Yeah. But there are odd occasions where yeah. I, I've known people who suddenly they were just sitting in their uh, living room and then <laughs> their phone blew up. Their, their phone, it blew up. <laughs> it blew up. <laughs> I'm going through your drawers. You're going through my drawers and you found a... Uh, vape. Vape. <gasps> hmm. Sorry, I'm getting messages now. As far what is something where we've we've really talked about disasters a lot? What is the name of this podcast? <laughs> Not in front of my salad. <laughs> but what is something nice? Something nice Not that's happened in the last week. Not being. In an avalanche. It's it's nice to not be in an avalanche. Um, what else? I, mm, I bought amazing jumpsuit. You did, and you it's, wore it out to dinner, and it was uh, it was just delicious. Yes, I wore it all weekend. You did, <laughs> because I went out every day. Oh yeah, I was like this is nice. This is this is the new. And me. I never pee, so I'm. Don't bother by being... <laughs> yeah, you're like in, a camel. In a cam... cam oh. What's it called? Jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Yeah. Were you going to call it a camel? Yes. Um, Cat suit. I was going to call it that. Yeah, it's nice that we're alive. <laughs> yeah. It is nice that we're alive. I... Did you know what I did last week? What? Did I talk about it in the last week? I finished my Harry Potter marathon. Yeah, I don't think you said you finished it. No, I finished it yesterday. So did your favorite change at the end of it? Um, it's either... I said five. Mm. Because there's so many info. And that's when Dumbledore dies, right? No, that's Oh, well, thanks six. for ruining it for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it now... It's... Too fucking late. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen it? No. And I ruined it. I knew he died. Oh, okay. Huh. Why haven't you seen it? It's so fun watching it. I tried. I really tried. This is like episode one stuff. I tried. I tried to read the books. Yeah, but they were really long. I tried to watch the films. They were boring to me. No. They were too boring and too British. Oh. They were too oh, British. I don't agree with you now. I just didn't enjoy them. I'm not into the wonderment and 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 how many times can someone say that someone's special and 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 never explain why? And he's just like, okay. He knows why. Harry doesn't know why. Yes, he does. Like 15 minutes into the first movie, you get. Well, I didn't make it that far in. Ugh, that's. You are not that person to stop after 10 minutes. You need to watch more. It's like you shouldn't stop reading a book after until you're done with 50 pages. Yeah, I got 50 pages into Harry Potter. Yeah, but the books are really long. And they're written for kids. Yeah. 
Like, well, and I the, wasn't a child when yeah, they came out. The first movies, the first three are just kid movies. Yeah. But after that, they become. But as I said in the last episode, they were so smart because they wrote mm-hmm. the books and the films so that you could capture an audience yeah. and they would grow older with you. That is ka-ching. Yes. And then they're hooked for life. Yeah. Then they're going to get their kids to watch yeah. it and fall in love with it and grow old with that. Yeah. And that's why J.K. Rowling's a billionaire yeah. who doesn't believe in trans people. Did she say that? Oh, she said some weird things. But she's always like, Dumbledore's gay. This one is... Uh, I always imagined that Hermione was black. Yeah. I just never wrote her that way. My favorite is uh, someone like on The Onion or something wrote yeah. J.K. Rowling reveals that the reader was gay the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it too. <laughs> but she lost the billionaire status. Why? Because she gave a lot of money to charity? Yeah. Oh, well, she'll get it back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But she, yeah, I, she's, she also... No one has gone from such extremes, money-wise. From billionaire, from nothing to yeah. billionaire to millionaire. Yeah. Okay. Or no, just from like accepting um, welfare. Welfare to being a billionaire. Do you think it happened like overnight? No. No. I mean, she needed to write the book. No, but I mean, and from the time the book was published, was it? A hit immediately. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's pretty good. Good for her. Yeah. It'd still be a while till she sees any of that money, though. Because it's a long time from a book being published until you get your first paycheck. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was probably still cashing those checks while doing interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's a rich, rich woman. Yeah. That's positive. That's good for yeah. her. It's good for her. Yeah. Oh. Right. Seven mm. books. Is it only seven? Yeah. And then she's got all the fantastic yes. beasts. But I don't think she wrote them. Uh, that's not books. That's just movies. I thought they were books. No. Oh. It's just movies. It's a spin-off yes. film. But it's based mm. on like what happened. <clears throat> and what I like about Harry Potter is it's so like... One thing happens in the second movie and there's like in France, Ross has birthday two times a year and like there's like facts that don't add up. Okay, yeah. In Harry Potter, all facts add up. Like you can find... Yeah, because so she thought it out. Yes. She planned in book one, I'm going to release this bit of information which no one will realize is important. Yes. And then in the seventh book, they'll realize, oh my God, that was really important. Yes. That's good. That's good, right? Yeah. That is good. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I understand why it's successful. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it myself. I love that it brings you joy. <laughs> I love that. Watch it. I love that for you. We need to watch it together. Do you know, I've actually discovered, remember back in our first episode where we hated on everything? Yeah. All the things we don't like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. What was the other one? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Things we're not into. I have found when people do not understand, when they're like, you don't like Game of Thrones? What's wrong with you? It's worse for them to say, oh, I tried it. 
and I wasn't into it. It's worse to say I've never watched that than I've just never watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say to them, I watched it and I didn't like it and I didn't want to watch it anymore. And then to make it even worse to say, but I'm really glad you like it. Yeah. And I hate that. And you were just doing that to me. And I was doing that to you. I was like, how can you not like it? Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad it brings you joy. And I am just comfortable in the knowledge that I am right. You're right about many things. That, that I'm right because it doesn't harm you that yeah. I do not get joy yeah. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, there's things I've enjoyed that you probably don't. Yeah, a lot of things. Did you watch The Matrix? No, I have not. All three? No, no. Exactly. I was in line at midnight to see all the, the their last two. When they premiered. Yep. I saw your Joker with you. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a very hard film to watch. But, uh... <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. I'm... I'm very good at watching movies that I've seen before. Because the whole first time you watched them, you weren't watching them? Maybe. Yes, because I've seen you watch movies. <laughs> Maybe the second time I'll also not watch <laughs> You're <them>. always <laughs> focused on something else. And then you, you turn and go, what happened? <laughs> what did he say? I'm sure when we saw Joker, Aaron was just uh, uh, thankful that there was someone else on the other side who could take that from you for once. I didn't ask. Twice you did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then another time you must have been bored with a scene because you were just playing with your popcorn by not eating it, but just slowly crunching it in your teeth. Like... And I turned around and looked at you and you went, what? 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 Yeah. But nominated for an Oscar. Yes. The... What a woman. What a woman. The Icelandic composer of the Oscar, of the mm-hmm. Joker soundtrack. Which, have you listened to it? I mean, you could hear it in the movie. Yeah, I'm no. Do yourself a favor. Just play it on Spotify. I mean, it's very yeah. orchestra, but it's just two songs in. You're like, oh my God. Yes. This is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Like the, I told you last week, the tear in that, in, you know, the start when he's making himself. Yeah. And there's one tear. Yeah. That was because uh, the director um, played him some of the the soundtrack before they shot that. And Joaquin Phoenix was just so emotionally affected by it. The tear just came yeah. naturally. Also when he's dancing. Mm, that was improvised. Yeah. Yeah. They had the monologue, but yeah. decided to, he just decided the... to play the the songs he made and he was like this is amazing I'm just gonna dance to it yeah <sighs> chilling mm-hmm. chilling stuff that was a good film yeah it was I think it was an important film yeah did you know uh, ori- originally mm-hmm. he was gonna kill um, Bruce Wayne no mm-hmm. why just to screw up with things and, you know, similar thing in the timeline of, like, is, the, is it real? Is it just in his head? Yeah, yeah. But he was originally going to kill Bruce Wayne. Yeah. In the script. And they changed it. I'm glad they did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
Because then I would be like, oh, it wasn't real. Mm. Because now it's like, what what happened to the neighbor? Are they doing a sequel? I don't know. They're doing a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, but that's different. That's not... Yeah. That's going to be like... Yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. This was like saw... a whole other thing. Yes. This was like... Um, yeah. You don't know comic books that well, but there's Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. And you know Joker is DC. Yeah. Marvel is X-Men and yeah. Avengers. So Logan... Yeah. Did you see that? No. Logan was... So Joker was like DC's Logan. Mm. So Logan still had the superhero element to it, Mm -hmm. but it was dark. Yeah. And it was heavy and it was sad. Yeah. And it had a sad ending. Yeah, I felt like the Joker was like, this happens when you don't... um, I think it was important. When you... Like people that need help, that are mentally unstable... Mm. Don't get help. And even though it was Gotham, y- yeah, you but, could tell it was yeah. basically based on New York yeah. in the 70s during the strikes yeah. that they had for the garbage men. Yeah. And yeah, which and, led to one of the most violent periods yeah. in the history of America. Yeah. I'm not saying the garbage strikes later. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, later. Yeah, but it's. I think it was important. It was important. Yeah, it yeah. was. Well, I guess let's finish on one really positive thing. I am great. Ooh. And you are too. Ooh. <laughs> well, until next time. <laughs> Bye. Everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody and you are nobody. Nobody! <laughs> You're just a Reiki salad. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland, the best country in the world. And I'm a rocker keeper. You lousy backpacker. Go back to Germany!